Welcome everyone to the PW Fan, the ultimate pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. And we're on the road to WrestleMania, and this is episode 117. I'm your host, collector, barber, and musician, frontman of Fallbright, and most importantly, a professional wrestling podcaster, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm on fire tonight, and I'm going to pass it over to my co-host. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Andy. I am also your host, the No Summerless Indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. All right, fans, today we'll be, we will be discussing and reviewing the ins and outs of the happenings of the world of professional wrestling for this week, including Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns versus The Rock, fan backlash on The Rock for taking Cody's spot and more. Of course, please stick around to the end where I'm going to be talking about my classic show of the week. And it might have something to do with the great one, if you smell what The Rock is cooking. But before we start this week's episode, please go to youtube.com backslash at the PWFanPod, where we please ask Lee, where we kindly ask you to like and subscribe. Uh, that really helps us out. For all other social media, all you got to do is look up at the PWFan on X, TikTok, and Twitter. Or sorry, X, TikTok, and Instagram, and we should pop right up. Um, and, uh, for pro, uh, for shirts, pro wrestling tees.com backslash the PW fan. We're going to get some new designs this year. Shout out to our boy, Dan Burton, who made all of our five amazing designs that we already have online. And we're going to do more. Okay. Um, Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you. Uh, take it away. We have a lot to discuss this week. Big deal. Lots of crazy stuff happening. The fans are not happy. So, uh, let's talk. Let's talk wrestling. So, um, and look, I don't know if it's a work or not. I haven't seen anything about surgeries happening. No surgeries happening, none of that. Um, but we'll see. Uh, this past week, opened up with CM Punk to address his tricep injury that he apparently sustained during the Rumble. Apparently. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll get into it. Uh, I think, quote unquote, confirmed that he had suffered a torn tricep and would miss WrestleMania 40, um, who everyone thought he was going to be facing Seth Rollins. Um, but, you know, he's not going to feel bad for himself. And kind of promo that was interrupted by Drew McIntyre. And Drew, I want to say... Um, <clears throat> He had some stuff to say. Um, stuff that was, I was a little taken back. He talked about, he's not a spiritual man, but I want you to know I prayed for this, and it happened. It was um, a good It was a good promo. Punk, it was good. Punk I want you to know for... that I prayed for this, and it happened, boyo. Um, before Drew came out, Punk would say, like, I'm a Chicago Cubs fan, and it's not the first time, and it sure won't be the last time I say this. There's always next year. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if this is real now or if it was planned. I don't know anything anymore. It's a fucking Drew work, is, dude. Like, They're working the shit out Drew, of us. Drew is... Drew is doubling down on the insults on like online. He's we'll talk about what is the week, point? New shirt. Okay, so hear me out. Gra of grave with CM Punk's main event. What about okay? This is just some Booker Tim stuff, and clearly I am not Booker Andy. But let me throw let me throw a couple things out there for you. Hold on, hold on. Let me end with. Then at the end of the segment, Drew attacks Punk and stomps on his arm. If he was really, really injured. WWE doesn't put injured guys out there, you know. There's some, list, you know, but some, some doesn't smell right. I smell work. And I smell real bad. He was out there smelling. The Rock's gonna be smelling later. But we'll get into it. But okay, uh, uh, dude. I don't know what's dude, real. My favorite thing right now is somebody. The Rock commented uh, on his Instagram. He like put up a post that was like new Under Armour uh, merch drop this week. Top comment was, "Why don't you just Why don't you just drop out of WrestleMania?" It has three thousand likes. <laughs> Save it for later. Save it. All for right, later. sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about Punk? 
but what I'm saying about and yeah, and you you know I love my every opportunity that I get to talk about punk. Um, I guess my thing with this is I don't know what's real, but if you're gonna work people in 2024, this is how you have to do it. You have to make people question reality basically because it's the only way it's going to fool people so i honestly don't know i don't like it's weird they just dropped the shirt of drew mcintyre talking about punks i think this is leading towards like some sort of street fight or like a hardcore match i don't know anymore either uh the only thing is that i'm thinking is that if it's a torn tricep that is already torn and that's as much damage as you can do, so they could do that spot then. Why have as we not like, heard anything about a surgery or anything? I mean... Unless he's not getting know. surgery and it's not as bad as they're making it out to be. It could be not as bad, but maybe it's like he could be back for backlash then and they're doing it there. So I want to add this in. He won't mind. Friend of the show, uh, Corey, oh, a.k.a. Boy. AKA Bro Keller. Uh, I showed him the video of. I cut his hair. He came in. Bro Keller, the champ of Lancaster, uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> he came in. I, uh, I showed him the spot of Drew doing the DDT and Punk taking it and then grabbing his arm. And I want to keep in mind that, I mean, he worked. Bro works for. Um, what is the guy's name that does that used to be Alberto Rio's announcer? Oh no, Alberto just no, saw Dolph Alberto. Ziggler at that promotion. They took a All right, fuck I know that they guy. took a picture I together. Him else. The, 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 I'm the, talking about the, the I don't care guy. about dude, I don't want to ever hear about Alberto Del Rio on this show ever again. I'm talking about the uh, I'm talking about his the, manager. Uh, Jesus. I can't, I can't remember his name. Uh, but I show he teach anyway, bro teaches people at that guy's school and I showed him the footage and he was like, Ricardo, Roger, no, yeah, yeah Ricardo, Ricardo Rodriguez. Uh, I was, I thought you were putting over, I'm sorry. I thought you were putting over Alberto Del Brio for a second. And I was, I was about to have like a, like a woke panic. Attack. No, why would I, I ever put like, over freak, that? I was, I was Jesus. freaking out for a second. Uh, but I showed him the fit the footage, and he was like, "Dude, I don't know." He's like, "I don't see how he would have hurt his arm taking that move," and which really made me. And this is a guy who trains pro wrestlers, and he and bro was like, "Dude, I don't know," and I was like, "Ah, I don't know what's real." I don't know, what's Jeremy. Real. What do you think? I mean, like I kind of said before, I think it's probably hurt but maybe it isn't as bad or it's just completely torn and they just let that um let that spot go well, like but he's, said not, last week. Say he's not gonna be at wrestlemania but then to build a very short build to it god dude i i'm sorry andy you really you really flabbergasted me in the beginning of the show talking about how the rock might have his own creative people or jeremy said it or somebody and now I'm all fucked up from hearing that. I was like, I can't, I can't not think about it now. So I'm like, oh my god, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I think, uh, what's his name, Brian Erkowitz? Gerwitz. Mm-hmm. Brian Gerwitz, the writer. Gerwitz might be, he's the rumored creative for Rock. The Rock, that's fine, because that's yeah. what he. I mean, he, I think he, he, he was. He's, he's always, he's day. always been. He used to be a WWE writer. And he always wrote for Rock before, so it makes sense, but not in the way to push Triple H out. What the fuck? I mean, should we just talk about it now, or do you want to throw it away till later? No, I'm just beating. I gotta build. I'm just pissed off. We'll let it build. Uh, we to like, cut everything out, and we already no, no. We're gonna stuff. we're gonna let it build like the two year Cody Rhodes finishing a story that's not gonna happen. Let it build. We haven't even gotten past the first segment. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so fired after up Drew attacks CM Punk. After Drew attacks CM Punk, Sami Zayn comes out for a save, and this sets up the main event. Um, Judgment Day, a little while later, would retain their titles against DIY. Um, after the match, Damian Priest would call out all truth, and basically it would end up uh, 
JD and Dominic that take out our truth and he's finally kicked out of Judgment Day. Um, Miz comes out though and saves truth. I wonder if awesome truth is coming back for a little while. At least it seems that way. Not something uh, I thought 2024 is going to have. So this next segment, again, this was before, you know, everything. I was wondering why they were doing it, but uh, Cody Rhodes comes out and um, he had, he's, this is coming off his Rumble victory, uh, but he was interrupted by Seth Rollins, who basically leads a case for Cody to face him and not Roman um, to choose him, I should say, not Roman at WrestleMania. Talks about how Roman's title is the Hollywood title, and that um, Seth's title is the workhorse title, and his dad was a workhorse champion. And um, of course, Cody somehow tears up during this. Somehow. Um, so let's see. Roman's Which say, I thought was to be weird at the time that Seth was given yeah. this whole So that's speech. what I'm saying. I'm like, why are they doing this? Yeah. Um, Rollins would say, I'm not trying to be a jerk right now, but you're not the guy. Roman Reigns is not even the guy anymore. I'm the guy in the World Heavyweight Championship is the championship. Um, yeah, Rollins asked Cody if he wanted the poser title or the workhorse they're, title. They're trying. The blue collar title, the Dusty Rhodes title. They, we should have known yeah. here. We should have known here something was up. This was the, the, the moment where I was like, hang on. If you go back, you're like, something's switching here. They're switching gears. Something's not right. Yeah, well. Think about this, though, and we'll, and we'll get there. Is... I'm, just, I'm just spitballing here. You know, maybe in their head, they're thinking you get Rock versus Roman. You get Cody versus Seth. Cody will win the title and that in, the, in their head. They think that'll be enough for, enough for people to finish the story, quote unquote. And then Punk, dude, I'm telling you, Punk versus Drew, that shit is happening, dude. They're hyping it way too hard. Something's up with it. Yeah, well, watch this beginning segment from Raw this week. I don't even know anymore. I swear to God, if they make it a triple threat match with Cody, Seth Rollins, and Drew, fucking they done. Should, and they I'm should going make to the it. show. They should make it a triple threat between The Rock, Roman, and Cody, and Cody wins as the Dark Horse. That's what should happen. Just like they we'll did. get there. We're just sa- like we got to save our thoughts, guys. Just like they did 10 years ago, and just like they did 10 years before that. Um, all right, moving forward. Adam Pierce would sign Andrade to roll backstage. Uh, Nick Aldis would appear, and uh, he would receive a call from receive a call from Braun Breaker. Um, Gunther would retain his title against Kofi Kingston. There was a, a segment with Bailey who won the Women's Royal Rumble and made, made it seem like she was going to pick Rhea. Uh, Rhea walks to the ring, um, but Nia Jax would end up attacking later on and basically threatening Bailey uh, to not challenge Rhea Ripley. Then the main event overall was Drew McIntyre defeating Sami Zayn. Sorry if I feel like I'm going fast. I want to get to this stuff. We we have a lot of we have a lot to we talk about. Look, the fans are caught up. I feel like so much has happened at this point in the show. We're a little bit behind on the week's happenings. The people know if you're burning through some of this stuff that we already know, it's all good. Uh, Dynamite. John Moxley defeats Jeff Hardy. Uh, in the opening contest, Hardy afterwards does a bunch of fuck you gestures, basically. Not actually flipping the bird, but he does the does this. And then he went like this. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. There's a bunch of stuff. But, you know, then, then apparently there's like a cryptic video he posted online, which was some... He was like standing by a fire wearing what people thought was like the little coat. And he was looking at the camera and saying, like, cryptic Willow things. Is um, he going to bring Willow back? He wanted to in WWE, but, like, for various reasons, they, like, never panned out. Apparently, yeah. and I mean, look. Tony Khan, he'll be like, do whatever you want. Honestly, so, dude. Honestly. Sure but, coming. but, Andy, you're a Jeff Hardy fan? Dude, it's like, it's, it's run its course. Honestly, is Willow the worst thing for him? No, I don't think so. I think I'm it, complaining. 
I think it I think it would be worse for Jeff Hardy to just stay boring Jeff Hardy as he is right now and get jobbed out to a bunch of AEW people. So if he's trying to do something with the Willow thing, at least that's something. It's like Well, let's see. I wonder if they're taking it just dawned on me. I wonder if they're taking uh taking notes from their time in WWE. If you remember before Matt Hardy went woken, he was losing match after match after match. Mm-hmm. And then it so they're going to do it to Jeff now? Yeah, maybe they're doing it to Jeff. I mean, there's something. Every time he loses, he does something like that. So Yeah, he gets a little bit more asshole-ish. Yeah. His voice, but, is Will Hart too much of his character in TNA? Is Will Hart a heel? Yeah, he's like a, he's, mis, he's mischievous. He's like a... Okay. Like he's kind of like a weird... like He's almost like an anime character. He's like... He's a trickster. He's, yeah, he's like always getting himself in trouble. <laughs> um, he does that weird laugh thing. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, <laughs> God. He, he cuts a better promo than actual Jeff Hardy character. I mean, though. that's probably true. Und- und- undebatably. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's better at playing a character than just talking himself on the microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Sting and Darby Allen have an interview backstage with Big Bill and Ricky Starks, um, teasing, you know, their match at Revolution, which is March 3rd, I think. Not it's with, March 3rd. Not with them. Oh, sorry. Teaching their title match, which is what? Is it this week? Yeah, this week, right? Yeah. Coming up? Yeah, sorry. You think they're going to give yeah, the titles to Sting and Darby? Young Bucks. Staying yeah. on music, facing Young Bucks at Revolution, um, which they have not built at all since the unless, unless they're going to build it by the Young Bucks interfering in the title match. Let me ask you guys this: Sting yeah. and Bobby Allen. How how do we go Green. from how do we go from arguably the best period in wrestling from Punk returning to AEW, all the stuff, the WWE stuff, and then all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, as of last week, we're just back in this weird, negative, dark time where everybody's angry. because of Jack Perry. It's all everything, including The Rock, because this is actually all <laughs> Jack Perry's fault. So, <laughs> scapegoat. Um, it, scapegoat. He was the domino. Heyman uh, Adam Page would defeat Toa Leona, which was the opponent. Um, chosen by Swerve for hanging in the face. Uh, Wardlow would defeat Commander, but it looks like he got hurt. Yeah, Again, hurt with knee. the knee. He hurt his knee during a powerbomb. Um, there's a interaction backstage with the Young Bucks and Darby Allen, And then the main event, which was dope. That was uh, really the match, actually. Was, uh, Swerve defeating Darby Allen in a hard, Swerve defeating RVD in a hardcore match, dude. Yeah. RVD was crushing it. RVD can still go. Dude, and was RVD, that was, was Hangman's for for Swerve. It was RVD? Yeah. How old was he now? Outside of RVD, because that was you know cool for me and as as an old school fan, I loved seeing RVD. But just as like a fifty three. Fucking crazy, first of all. He's 53. That's insane. But <laughs> what I was getting at is Swerve, they need to protect this man at all costs. This is the best thing. And, you know, we made the yeah. jokes. We made the. I used to make the jokes, who? You know, when we talk about, you know, Swerve and like. <laughs> now you know. Like, now you know. Now I said, I said on a few, about 10 episodes, 15 episodes back, I said, I know who he is now. But, uh, Dude, they got to protect this dude because it's the best thing they got going. Like, I think, yeah. personally. I, st- I still remember when he first came out, and I think both you and me, Tim, were both kind of like, I don't really know yeah. this guy. Andy was like, I know him from NXT. Yeah, Isaiah Swerve like, Scott. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who? And then in okay. Lucha Underground, he was kill shot. I do remember yeah. that vaguely, um, but I would say that his best work you know, with AEW, all the all the is now ups and downs, but his best work is now. Didn't like mm. the the only thing he's done him that I Keith didn't Lee. like. No, I liked. I actually liked the match with him, him and Hang, him and Hangman. 
just didn't like the drinking the blood spot. It was a little too far for me. Other than that, I thought the match was really good. <laughs> I like I like that spot. That's gross. <laughs> yes, yeah, sick was... freak. Sick fuck. <laughs> um, him him and Hangman for some reason do really good together in the ring. I don't know how that happened, but I just don't like Hangman. Well, yeah, I mean, neither do I. But like when he's with Swerve, it's like all of a sudden I'm like, I can watch this. Yeah. Um. So that wraps up Dynamite. There wasn't really. I'm gonna end with SmackDown, like I said, um, this week instead of Collision. So let's go over Collision. And I don't really have much to say about Rampage, so not gonna talk about it. Uh, Damian Keith. Uh, lost to Eddie Kingston in the opening match, but it would be announced that he is on Elite, which I thought he was already part of the roster, but I guess I was wrong. He has like a, he's like a bounty hunter character. Yeah. Um, it seems like the House of Black is now targeting Mark Briscoe ever since Mark Briscoe got involved in the uh, tag team cage match last week. It's about time. That, it's about Daniel time Garcia. that they did. It's about time that they did something real. Something with Mark. With Mark Briscoe. Yeah, I mean, I I think that he had so much potential, and they just didn't. That's the that seems to be the problem with Tony, you know, just being like I'm trying to be like unbiased here, is like he gets great opportunities put in his lap, and then they don't get capitalized on. Yeah, but like it's like, dude, you could have had a few main eventers by now with some of these stuff, some of the shit that you were given over the last four years. Speaking of main event, tonight's main event on Raw is Cody Rhodes versus Shinsuke in a bull rope match. Mm-hmm. Hasn't I, been seen in a while. I actually don't think Tony's booking is bad. I know that a lot of people like um get on him. Uh I think a lot of his ideas are actually pretty good and he gives the fans, the dream matches that you always want to see. I wish he just had more it's the in between writing. I wish he had more of a, a council or like a group to go to to say like, hey, this is what I wanna do. Let's get there. Yeah. Could you guys help me get there? Because, like, the matches are good. It's my biggest issue. I just want you. You just got to get me there a little bit more. Yeah, which makes, it's... would make a lot of sense because he's only four years into this as what AW is, which is crazy. And to be doing all that by yourself with no and... experience before that. And and that's the thing. Like I think he he does deserve some props, and like he has done great. But I think there comes a point where it's like this thing might have like okay. For instance, again, when I you know again much smaller scale, I'm talking minimal, minuscule compared to what we're talking about. But when I started my Fallbright band, like I was doing everything by myself, and it gets to a point where it's like I can't do everything by myself all the time. Like. I need you guys to help with input. I need you guys to help with promotion. I need you to help with writing. And my guys do that now. But, like, I feel like with wrestling, it's very similar. Like, he got you there. Like, Tony's like, okay, I got you to where we need to be. Now I need some help. Like, and I feel like that could be good. He needs better promotion because micro wrestling beat out Collision last week. That's fucking insane. Yeah, you know what's actually? Yeah. That's insane. My, one of my friends That's not good. Actually, they're um, my friends. One of their uh, cousins, I believe, is actually one of the wrestlers on that show, the micro wrestlers show. Oh, our and dad, my get dad, my mom, about to go see him. Uh, our father, Andy and I's father, uh, he used to love Hogan and uh, Sheik. He loved the Iron Sheik, and like he loved eighties wrestling. He got out of it for years. He would watch it with me and my brother, and loved the Big Show and Brock. He he wants to see like the you know what in his mind a pro wrestler looks like which is like insane looking and then uh now andy and i's dad loves micro wrestling kind of out of nowhere very, yeah they're about to go to very, a live show dude they he's watch, going to they see watch it, it live. on discovery channel that's pretty cool though they watch yeah, on I mean, discovery channel his favorites are little are little show and little show. andrew the giant a- andrew the <laughs> little show andrew the giant <laughs> and i hope yeah. he's back by the time this is fair part uh, is trying to talk about the entire time. Yeah. That's what I've been waiting to talk about. Uh William Paul opened up the show this past week after his win over Kevin Owens. 
Um, Kevin Owens would end up coming out. And I guess the gist of the whole segment was that Kevin Owens, you know, keep on fighting is kind of his whole deal. So he's not done with Logan Paul yet. I did I did read today. I don't remember who posted it, but I think they're going to have a rematch at Elimination Chamber. That makes sense, yeah. They need more for that pay-per-view anyways, because it's in Australia, which now they don't have much <laughs> going yeah. for them. Um, So this led to, um, I guess Co- uh, Kevin Owens came out there early, but um, Owens would end up having a match with Austin Theory, who Theory and Waller, you know, buddy buddies with Logan Paul. Yeah, the show. Um, Naomi and Tiffany Stratton from NXT have both signed with SmackDown, so they are now SmackDown cool. superstars. Yeah. Um, it was a fatal four-way tag team match, number one contenders match, just like the one that's on Raw or that happened on Raw tonight, as we're watching and recording. Uh, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate defeated LWO Pretty Deadly and Legato Del Fantasma, which is. If you forgot Angel Garza and Bartrell Carrillo. Um, yeah. So I'm very happy Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate won. Yeah. Um, and also for great. this match that's going to happen on Friday. I wanted to talk about this part with Tim, but uh, I'll just I'll talk about it anyway. Bailey backstage overhears uh, EO, Asuka, and Kyrie. Um, what they say? Tonight, Bailey's finished. Yeah. Yeah. Bailey's done tonight. Um Yeah, I thought this whole segment was actually was done really tonight. Cool. Bailey yeah, it was really good. It was done well. Um so right after she heard them backstage um in the locker room saying Bailey is done tonight. Bailey and the rest of damage control. Uh I don't think Dakota Kai wasn't out there, I don't think. No, it was just those. No, it was, it was just the Kabuki Warriors and Eos guy. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, Bailey was well. First of all, the fan reaction—they're behind Bailey right now. Yeah, it's a good thing. Um, yeah, they're at least booking some winner correctly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she was calling the family and said that she wouldn't accomplish what she did without them. Uh, she teased choosing Rhea as her WrestleMania 40 opponent um, before turning to um, the rest of the girls and asking them why they never seen anything in her and if they were done laughing at her. Uh, she would end up speaking to them in Japanese, so I guess to make her them realize that she understood a lot of the things that... Do you, do you think she say. knows more than no, that in Japanese? No, I think they <laughs> right. told her and taught her. She like learned that line and then that was it. No. Um, so some things Bailey said was sometimes the people you thought were your friends, sometimes you have to prove them wrong. Um, yeah, the name and Bailey turned around and spoke in Japanese to to them, uh, drew a good reaction from the fans and uh um, yeah. it was so this yeah, it was when I say it was her thumbs down moment. I mean, yeah. this whole thing was a callback to Evolution where Triple H looked at Batista and went like, oh, no, Batista looked at Triple H when he was signing the contract. Yeah, and then he turned it down. <laughs> which, that segment itself was a callback to when they turned on Norton. And right. Triple H gave Batista yeah, thumbs was... down to take out yeah. Norton. Yeah. Oh, those are good times. That was a great segment back in the day. <laughs> those are good times. <laughs> Funny. Um, so much better time. So, yeah, so then they would end up, uh, Damage Control would end up attacking Bailey. Um, Bailey would grab a pipe that just happened to be out there in the, <laughs> in the corner by the steps. Yeah. And she would uh, end up standing tall in the end against, um, against Damage Control. And she would grab a mic. Or I don't know if she grabbed a mic or not, but she would say after um, Damage Control was going up the ramp uh, and about that announcement, EO Sky, I'll see you at WrestleMania. So I guess she did have a have a mic. Yeah, at least we have one set, one Rumble winner actually picking someone. Yeah, which Booker Andy predicted. <laughs> he did. That's right. Yes, I did. Um, 
We were supposed to have Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, which I don't know why they're not calling themselves the Pride because I thought that's what they were. Um, they did call the final testament. Before, I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's a fine name. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but it never, it never, you know, happened because a brawl broke out beforehand. Um, what we did get was uh, B Fab, who used to be in. Uh, Hit Row. I was like, what was yeah. the name of that group? Hit Row. Hit uh, Row yeah. Ended up joining the Pride and Just is kind Kala. of the, yeah, kind of the, you know, yin, yin and yang to uh, the Final Testament Scarlet. Um, which this, they finally, the long term storytelling of teasing, you know, BFAB talking with Bobby backstage, you know, that stuff uh, finally paid off. Yeah, we did see we did see a drum breaker backstage um, with both of the GMs, and both of the GMs were trying to sign Braun Breaker, and Jade Cargo would also appear. We still don't know what shows she's going to be on. Now that Tim's back, uh, Tim, I talked about the Bailey stuff, and uh, I don't know if you saw that segment from this past SmackDown, but it was very reminiscent. Uh, were, you talking about, were you talking about that absolute dump truck? Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Just Bailey's got a dumper. <laughs> All the comments are so insane. All right, keep going. Sorry. Um, but the, the segment was, you know, Bailey heard uh, the girls talking backstage um, saying that she was done tonight, which is a callback to Evolution. And then um, basically she let them know that um, she knows that they were going to turn on her and she ends up picking EO as the champion that she's going to go against. So I was telling Jeremy this whole segment was a callback to when Batista um, gave Triple H the thumbs down and Which turned on him. I know they could turn on her. I know that they'll never like do it again, but man, I would love them to rehash the thumbs down storyline for like today's. Say so I just looked at her and just... Dude, yeah. it would have hit. I mean, it would have hit so hard though, but they didn't though. They so didn't Jay, do so it. Bailey, they didn't do it the right way. If that thumbs down moment was her speaking Japanese to the girls, basically mean like, I know everything that you've been saying and. India. Anyway, yeah. let's get to this final segment that we've been waiting to talk about. That's going to be probably <laughs> oh, it is going to be the rest of the show because it's the final segment I'm doing. Not only did this yeah. segment, did not only did this segment change the course of the show, it changed the course of WrestleMania. And to what we were alluding to earlier, what Jeremy was saying about having different writers, this whole thing could change the course of WWE. So, Andy. Take it away. This is historical, crazy ass shit. Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson is the Dwayne Johnson cashing in his power. It is historical, also because it is the most disliked video in WWE <laughs> history on YouTube with over half a million dislikes. Isn't it YouTube history? Yeah, history on YouTube is what I said. I just yeah, yeah. weird, I guess, but um. Yeah, buddy. Not uh, good. Oh, let's tell him what happened. I guess I uh, maybe I shouldn't add this, but I will add it anyway. It's off topic. Uh, Brock Lesnar has been taken out of two K games. So uh, uh, we we had to cover a little bit of that saga. I mean, everybody knows what's going I'm on. Sorry, but I forgot I the, late, earlier, the latest just, Brock's taken out of two K. Allegedly, he was the one. Remember, guys, but he's being taken out of the game. So, allegedly, and you can find all of his merch on WWE Shop at a discount price right now. Yeah, they got um, his. Uh, they said ninety nine percent of his merch. Dude, they got you his U- discounted his UFC like fight shorts with the two skulls that used to be like a hundred bucks or uh, twenty bucks right now. So if you ever wanted them, go and grab. <laughs> I actually, I had, I had a Brock biography um, about, I guess, his UFC time. I guess it used to be yours, Tim, but I tossed that bitch in the trash the other day. Dude, <laughs> I got... Well, I'm not going to support some fucker that... Uh, I'm not even going to get into it. But uh, 
I just get heated about it. But, like, dude, I'm looking over right now. I got a Brock figure hanging on my wall. I got two Brock Blu-rays. I got a Brock up on the shelf in the loose figure collection. The next and I, thing, Brock, is great. And that was before he was a sick and, freak. And, and I'm just, like, looking around, and I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this stuff? Because here's the thing. I can't even sell it because no one wants it. Because, like, 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 no one would, no one's going to want it because it's all tainted. My first wrestling T-shirt ever, ever F five, a live show, or ever at right. all was the Brock Lesnar next big thing F five shirt. Mm-hmm. The classic big F. It had five. it had that big F, the big five, the tornado, and then on the back it said the next big thing. It was like the original, original. Yeah. Um, okay, so this segment, let's actually get into it now. All right, Bloodline comes out. With Roman, um, and I mean, Roman had a lot to say. Uh, he talked about, well, first he talked about what Seth Rollins said about him and his title. Um, I, I mean, I don't want to go too much into the Roman stuff of what he said because it's not really about what he said, but yeah, he talked about, you know, he was just taking jabs at. Um, at Seth, and then for once, Roman basically was like, "If you do want the real title, Cody, I'm here." So it's 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 rare that Roman kind of tries to get someone to face him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's rare. So then uh, Cody would come out, and um, whatever what I have here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so he did not. Hey, well, uh, the main I thing... just wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to apologize for any audio stuff I'm having on my end. I actually am ordering a new microphone this week. I think this cable that Andy and I have the same microphone. I think this cable I've been using has finally taken its last hits because it keeps going Mine out. Too. So, I'm, so I'm trying to. Andy, we're gonna have to upgrade our equipment. Maybe this week or next week. We need a Jeremy mic. Well, yeah. We should just get a Jeremy mic, even though we were told that these were the ones to get. But, uh... (laughs) Hey, they last us like two and a half years, guys. Yeah, it did good. (laughs) This little wire, this little wire on... If you're watching on video, I'm pointing to this little wire. This is why I keep disappearing, because if this thing gets subtly knocked at all, um, I lose audio. Um, so some of the okay, so I said Cody Rhodes came out, but some of the things Roman said before Cody came out, he said he, when he mentioned Seth Rollins' name, uh, there was like a lack of a pop, and Roman Reigns is like exactly no pop. Yeah, <laughs> Roman woke up and chose violence. Um, he also said, "I work ten times less than you and make ten times more than you." As he continued to talk about uh, Seth Rollins. And then he said, uh, Cody, I'm not going to beg you like the other guy. You can be the world's best number two or take another crack at number one. So, um, and so when Cody was out there, he would end up saying, uh, does finish the story mean taking that title or taking everything? And then Cody would also end up saying, I'm coming for you, just not at WrestleMania. Um, Hate and then that. after he said that, I'm trying to, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said, he said uh, I, speaking I of taking counsel, counsel, yeah, he said, speaking of taking counsel, um, I spoke with someone that knows you better than anyone, which I don't know if that's true. But <laughs> I'm like, I don't think Rock knows him better. <laughs> I think Paul Heyman might know you better <laughs> yeah. than The Rock knows you. Maybe um, his own mother. I don't know. Maybe. I think your cousins. Yeah. Um, and so. When the Rock's music hits, look, when the Rock's music hit, I say myself, I was like, no fucking way they're doing this. The crowd in attendance, I don't think they realized what was, like, really happening. Like, what the implications of what was happening were going to be, because they were hot for it. A hundred percent. I was hot for it. I'm sure even if Jeremy didn't see it live, he might not have gotten the same impact. Here's what happened. They kind of blinded you. 
with the rock for a second like you're like oh my god it's actually happening we've been waiting for this and then you start to like think about it and you're like well at what cost they're like that's fucked up like cody won the rumble but even you see like cody walking the back storyline the... yeah like, so rock onto the ring rock onto the ring he hugged cody he said something to him something his face changed that so I think Cody's like, uh, face. Nico, don't finish the story. He whispered something like that in his ear, you know. <laughs> but uh, dude, Cody's face changing, I think, is one of the big things that set this shit Which off. Has been edited out in the YouTube clip of this, by the because way. That's yeah. what made people change their mind. They said, "Look at him. He's heartbroken. Fuck it's a defeated him. man." Yeah. Walking up the ramp, looking back, it's a defeat. And I noticed I watched I watched the I watched the original clip today before before the editing, and uh, he does this thing where after the Rock hugs, hugs him after he whispers in his ear and they do all that stuff, Cody does this thing where like one final time he looks at the Rock and is like, okay, and then he like finally gets out of the the ring, and that's what killed it for me is like. He felt like in that moment he was like, "Damn, this is really happening." All right, and then he just like rolled out. Yeah. So rockets in the ring, and it's just a stare down is all, and then it goes off the air. Um, nothing was really ever said. Fast forward three days later, dude. Over these past three days, the internet has blown up. Like I said, most disliked YouTube video in WWE history. Uh, there's a hashtag we want Cody um, movement, you could say, going on, kind of like the yes movement. There's a we want Cody movement. Um, God, there's so much. To, okay, so the latest is that this was part of Rock's TKO deal, which makes pisses me off. This is what that. makes me pissed about it: is that he's doing it because if he makes a certain amount of money, that that means that he gets a certain amount of money. And I'm like, okay, now I don't like. How much more money like does he need? I now I don't no. like this. Now I'm pissed because now you just really are coming off as a money hungry, greedy asshole. But his deal is early January. Why have Cody win the Rumble if this is the direct, if this is the direction and that they're they're finalizing? Why have Cody changes? win the Rumble and point at Roman and all this stuff? Unless he wasn't supposed to play with him and he just did it, maybe he was just supposed to plant the sign and Cody's like, nah. He's like, he's like, nah. I, I, I know I'm facing women at, at Mania. It's obvious I'm facing women at Mania. I'm just gonna point at him and they're like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense then to have because you could have had. I mean, I guess it's a good thing now you didn't have Punk win because he injured himself, but like Cody winning. Know. Oh, we're not going to do that again. Did he get injured? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know the, what's the, happening. A bunch the, of questions. Mania, Mania on paper a month ago, before Punk got injured, from top to bottom, Amazing. literally seemed absolutely chef's kiss perfect. Every match was going to be like, holy shit. I don't know what's happening now. It just seems like a mess. It seems like a mess. It's a cluster right now. And the worst yeah, part I'm about trying, it is we're supposed some of... to go there. We're supposed to go there in two months. And we spent a lot of money to go. So I'm going to go back to mine and Tim's conversation that we had about basically this stuff. Um, so. Well, first of all, yeah, Tim, you were like, I mean, I, look, I want The Rock versus Roman, but as a fan, I do think it's not. Right, how this went down. Mania will be amazing either way. I'm not worried at all. You trust Triple H. I do trust Triple H, but I didn't know that The Rock is... That was before I found out that The Rock has, like, power above Triple H. And not only that, he can, like, yeah. veto... Oh, mm-hmm. God! That's, like, going above someone else's, like, boss like that. You know when, like, people yeah. talk about going over your head? That's, like, literally what The Rock just did. The Rock's like, actually, I'm going to do It's, it's, it's crazy to think that, like, when The Rock when the rock came to TK, all the fans were like, this is awesome. And then they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> rock can do like, whatever yeah, he wants. Awesome. I will say this, um, guys. So the reason why I don't think any of the listeners of our shows have done this. Uh, but guys, wrestling fans in general, don't okay. We're 
look, it's annoying and it's unfortunate. Let's you not don't uh, send death threats to Ava. Not, let's not send death threats to people. That's not. Uh, I don't condone, support, or like that. That's awful. We're. You know, if Tom Cruise puts out a movie that sucks, I'm not putting out like if Mission Impossible 15 sucks, I'm not gonna like send him a letter. Just make that, Vanilla Sky two. Yeah, I'm not gonna send him a death threat because he didn't make Vanilla Sky two. All right, like we don't do that. It's not cool. So just throwing that out there, I want to make sure that's um, important to say. So one of the things I said to Tim was, and I'm gonna read my stuff, and it's it's just my ideas. I want your guys' opinions, and so I said I'm worried if they go through with it. Uh, that is Roman and Brock. Uh, that it's gonna end up like a disaster, like Goldberg and Brock, and we're just gonna be a mania surrounded by booze. So what Tim did say, he says, he said that's my fear is we accept it, but the mania fans still say fuck this and ruin the match. I mean, yeah, there's many people that are pissed there. So, dude, uh, yeah, it's, it's also Philly. Philly is not the warmest environment to come in. Well, speaking of, Tim said, well, it's going to suck for us trying to... So, so... No, go ahead. Finish what I said. It's going to suck for us trying to enjoy Mania, even with uh, the Philly fans flipping the fuck out and hijacking the match. (laughs) And then you said, that's my fear is we accept it, but the Mania fans still say fuck this and ruin it. That's what I'm... So, where I'm at is, I think... Our situation, the three of us, is a little different. If you're a casual viewer at home and you don't have anything super invested into this, like tickets and traveling and a hotel, it's easy to just shit all over it and not be like, be like you know, this fucking sucks or whatever. We're all we're all like over a grand in the hole individually for the show, so it's a little bit more of an incentive to be like, okay, am I happy about this? No. But thinking at thinking about it from the perspective of, okay, well, I get to see the biggest wrestler, the most famous person on the planet, basically, wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I'm not going to, like, be complaining about it or mad about it, but I do think just because of how Philly is and they're just rowdy and they don't put up with a lot of crap, that they're going to take over this match and ruin it just like the whole, just like Brock and Goldberg at WrestleMania 20, like, and just like Batista had a match where they did that to him when he came back. And it's just, I don't know. It's just a bummer for me. I hope that if we're all in there, if we're all there in that stadium that night and we spent that money to be there, I really hope that wrestling fans aren't going to try to, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Not, I have a different perspective. I think, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm good. I want to hear it because you're paying. You've you've paid just the same amount of money as me to go. So I would I would actually love to hear a different perspective. I know it's gonna probably be rowdy and everything. That's actually what I'm looking forward to when it's when the confrontation between the wrestlers in the ring and the crowd. I feel like it makes the show so much better, even if it's negative. And being there in a stadium of over 40,000 people like that, it could be intense, but in a good way. Like, I've never experienced being in I, an angry crowd at a wrestling crowd, I should say. I've I've never experienced it negative, but I guess my one of my fear is when we're sitting there standing as fans, right? And they hit the lockup. In my brain, my wrestling brain is saying, damn, we're seeing The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I want to be excited and be like, holy shit, this is crazy. That's what I'm saying. But it's I a feel match like I, I want to see. But I feel like everybody around but it's me. It's tainted now. But yeah, but then I feel like everybody around me is like going to like take it over. So you can't really enjoy it. And I, the only I reason, mean, the only reason I want to enjoy it is because of the amount of money that we spend to go. I want to have a good time the whole night. Not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. from start to finish, I want to have a positive experience, not. Like I, I mean, even... the rest, the rest of the show, I think, will be great. Uh, that's the only match that I think that all the fans will turn on. But yeah, the main if event, if it's going to be that way, then the might as well enjoy it. I mean, it'll oh, be—it's historical. We're going to be there for history, whether the fans completely take over. Either way, 
if the, if the fans completely take over this match and boo it out of the building, I mean, it's crazy. We were there. Like, we were there when it happened. Like, <laughs> it just sucks that this is a match that I think most people have wanted for a while. Right time. Just not uh, at the wrong expense time, of. R- at the wrong time at the right place. It needs to be at WrestleMania, not now. This was not. Also, I swear to God, if Rock tears his quad five minutes into the match, I will start booing him too, because he should not be out there then. <laughs> Every time he wrestles, well, I mean, Punk does too. He's my, my boy, God, poor guy. <laughs> well, Punk's like recently has started doing that. Punk yeah. or Rock's been doing it for the past like I don't know how many matches. Okay, so let me know what you guys think of this, though. All right, and then I also said in this conversation, if they do switch it back because of the fan backlash, is the whole situation tainted? Can people just forget that it never happened? I feel like if they switch it back subconsciously, fans won't feel the exact same way as they did before they announced it because it won't feel natural anymore. It won't feel the natural supposed to be Cody and Roman. I I think, honestly, if for me as a fan, I don't know about you guys, what I would appreciate the most and would make me be like, okay, let's just move on, is The Rock walks down to the ring. He's standing in the middle of the ring with a whole bunch of booze. And people says, are going, I don't give a fuck about stories. No, I know. <laughs> I think the best thing to say, and that's going to make this stuff go away and everything will be fine, is if you own it and you say, look, I want this match. I know there's a lot of people that wanted this match. I thought that you guys wanted this match. But you've made it clear, and I hear you, that there's somebody else that you want to face Roman Reigns at at WrestleMania, and here he is. And Cody comes out, and... The Rock basically says, I heard the people. Um, if I'm the people's champ, I got to listen to the people and the people want you. And like, I feel like if you just own it and basically acknowledge that it was a mistake, it would, you can make, if you pretend that, like, if you try to come up with some bullshit excuse, like, oh, actually, Cody's now going to, he decided that he wants it or whatever, like, just own it, dude. You, yeah. you, made, it, you made a creative decision. It didn't go good. Just be like, we hear. Cody still isn't announced, and it's like we're here for the fans. We hear, we heard what you were saying. We will do Rock and Roman, but we'll do it at a different time. And you know, the match is back on. Like I feel like I could, as a fan, could forgive. And I, if the Rock did that, I could be like, you know what, Rock, um, we're cool. You know what I mean? Like I feel like we could, we could move on Mm -hmm. as a fan. Or does. Or does uh, Rock just, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go full heel. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, but I don't think that works as in, like, because you have Roman there then. It's not like Roman's going to go And also, The Rock can't do a bad guy character because I think, look, there's a lot of weird people out there that think, like, wrestling is, like, however it is. He's not going to want to jeopardize his films. And was like acting is all of his other Didn't stuff. people think the original thought that this all happened was because of the punk injury and the Brock and Vince stuff. Yeah. Well, I will say this. If their goal was to take attention off Vince, uh, they are. And Brock took and uh, not Brock. Sorry. And the rock is like, hey, I'll take the brunt. So that way we can get people to stop talking about Vince. I mean, God, mission accomplished. Because now no one's talking about Vince, and all fans are doing is talking about how pissed yeah. off they are to The Rock. So, dude, they could be playing all of us, yeah. and this is all part of like what they needed to do corporately to get people to stop talking about it. I do think it's probably different now because The Rock's actually, like, this is like a business venture to him now because he's signed on the board instead of just being a wrestler and coming back. He always seems to treat those a little bit differently. My entire conversation with Tim went away, and I don't know why. Um, how do you think the the WWE universe would respond if they're like, we're still going to do The Rock and Roman, but Cody inserted a triple threat? And then Cody better win, right? Then he better win. <laughs> and Rock's you... like, no. You gotta give him the rocks. Like I'm winning, guys. You have to give him the Daniel Bryan. If you're gonna go that route, you gotta do the Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Treatment. Also, another thing is, um, then Rock isn't he pushing for himself to win 
at Mania too. Dude, okay, yeah, okay. I just saw this at Raw tonight, dude. WWE, I don't know what's real anymore. WWE is <laughs> handing out hashtag We Want Cody signs. I, I don't, un- dude. Yeah. I don't understand, dude. I don't, dude. Okay, the Triple H, dude. Triple H has either become like master, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Triple H has either become a master like worker where like he's like I can fool anyone about any wrestling storyline or they're doing like an emergency pivot. Yeah. Ah. This, this, they not too much distracted. Like me now. My stomach's <laughs> they distracted and I have a Taco Bell. <laughs> they distracted everyone from Vince by doing the most Vince thing ever. Yeah. Was booking rock. Dude. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. But this is also like, you know, this, this is too is complicated all, now. Just make, why didn't it make all, it simple? I'll tell you what, pal. This is all a plan to get uh, people to it's watch. It's a little what, too complicated. This is a plan to get people to watch what we're really about. We'll make movies. Oh, my God. <sighs> whatever it is, whatever the plan was, it pissed people off, man. But there's, a couple of, <laughs> there's a couple of people who watched Beyond the Mat that just popped at what i just did <laughs> you gotta you gotta say we'll make movies and then you swish and then you swish the water out of your mouth <laughs> Jeremy, we were talking about that oh my god <laughs> we'll make movies and then he goes <laughs> and then like puts it like swishes it around for a minute <laughs> um so oh my god do you think it's just a situation because I don't have too much more to add unless you guys do, but do you think it's just a situation that just wait and see, see how it plays out? I mean, and now, now it is. But like, at the beginning, if they knew the Rock signed January 3rd and they knew all the stuff and they planned it to like, this is too complicated to get to the point of Cody being in the main We literally event. go two months from Saturday. Yeah, like they couldn't, why couldn't they just make a simple Cody Roman, like perfect storyline right there. My, and you know we go to from know, we go, pal. Um, we go two months from Saturday, <laughs> and I made a pact that my hair was going to be back in a ponytail by the time that we went to Man- Mania, and I I don't think two months is nearly enough enough time to get it there. So I'm uh, all I'm the a little, stress is. It's making my hair fall out. <laughs> yeah, it's stunt. It's stunting Do my you hair. Guys have anything else? To, yeah. Anything else to add about? You know, the could, they, could they do like a contract sign with Roman and Rock, and then Cody comes out and somehow writes his name down, or like Rock, it's like a Roman or like contract signing, and Roman signs it, and the Rock's know, like the, the thing you that they need contract. To... It's actually a contract for Cody. Yeah, no, no, man. but they need to fix Cody because they made him look like an absolute bitch when he just moved aside for Rock, and he's like, <laughs> sure. So, but I've read they wanted him to be a martyr. I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah, like no one's gonna cheer for that. They wanted him to be like a like a a Daniel Bryan, which I don't know why he was already popular enough. Yeah, it was like they were booking him that way. way It's not like Daniel Bryan where they weren't booking him that way. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was that's weird because like people were like they're singing this theme song already. They're doing everything. He's the number one selling wrestler, I think, right? Like, or our truth is, I think now, but that's it's so weird. And also um, now, if they do Drew, Seth, and um, Cody in the main event, I don't, I don't think that like makes up for it. No, no. Yeah, adrenaline in my soul. The Rock screwed over Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Didn't make anything wrong with that. Now Tim posted that. I guess one of his his buddies. Uh, oh, that's funny. Sent it to him. He posted it on Instagram a little bit ago. Um. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add about it? I wonder if Tim uh, can not, pop back in. Not before, really. Um, before I'm we just finish. 
I come. I, I'm curious to see how like Rock negotiated that TKO deal because he's like in the deal. He's like, I need to headline WrestleMania and win the title from Roman. Look, it's it's because Triple H is just creative, so TKO is in charge. TKO That's tells right, Triple yeah. H what to do. TKO is like, hey, you're booking Rock. He's like, fuck. Yeah, he can't be like, no. Tim, you want to sing the new Cody song? Adrenaline in my soul. The rock fucked over Cody Rhodes. I'm stealing your main event. I want to see you cry. (laughs) I took your spot and you will like it. So shut your mouth and let a bigger star (laughs) in the ring. Yeah, when The Rock came in the ring with Roman, he was he was looking around, smelling. Um, I was on top of the ropes, and I was smelling. I was smelling. All, All right, right that that that, seg- that segment that segment was good. Uh, the Rock at Triple H, are you? I was on. T- yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I gave you the Rock bottom, and then I won, and then I was on top of the ropes, and I was smelling. And you were laying up like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was pretty good. All right, I'm getting a little heel heat here tonight. My uh, my show of the week is No Way Out 2001. I'm going to take you back to the time when The Rock was very over. And the people is in Las Vegas, and there's signs all around the arena that say Viva Rock Vegas. There's eyebrow signs. So if you're ever curious, if we have long, younger listeners that want to see The Rock in his pure heyday of wrestling, sideburns, smelling on top of the ropes, this is that pay-per-view. So let me take you through. There's some names that you all know, so maybe a couple that you don't. Uh, so you got Rikishi against Matt Hardy with Lita. Big Show versus Raven. Chris Jericho against Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, and X-Pac for the Intercontinental Championship. Stephanie. But that was man. crazy. Yeah, I, I actually kind of want to go back and watch that now. Now that I'm like, damn, that's probably insane. Uh, especially a young Chris Jericho. Uh, Stephanie McMahon, Helmsley. Stephanie... Okay, well, Stephanie McMahon. All right, let's just not get into all that. Stephanie McMahon <laughs> again against Trish Stratus singles match. Uh, damn, crazy match right here. Two out of three falls, uh, and they do go to all three falls. Triple H versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. A uh, little bit of a cool down match right here to get the the crowd calmed down. You got Stephen Richards against Jerry Lawler in a singles match. Stevie Richards. Bring it up. Yep, bringing up the pace. Of, actually, who has a great YouTube channel. If anybody's ever wants to, some good insight on uh, wrestling and spots and uh, injuries, dude, Stevie Richards' YouTube channel is awesome. He does, like, analysis of, of videos and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, bringing up the pace again here, triple threat for the uh, – it's a tables match, triple threat for the WWF Tag Team Championship, the Dudley Boys versus the Brothers of Destruction, Kane and Undertaker versus Edge and Christian. That's probably a banger, too. I can't remember much of it, but uh, just reading all the names, I'm like, that's probably banger amazing. for sure. Yeah. And the main event, 16 minutes. They went hard. Uh, well, Triple H and Stone Cold went 40 minutes So in the, two, in the three uh, falls match. But uh, The Rock and Kurt Angle for the WWF Championship and the main event, nice long match. Uh, I used to watch rent this VHS tape as a kid all the time. Uh, I remember Andy and I uh, watching it frequently and uh, really enjoying it. And uh, so I, I definitely recommend this pay-per-view. Uh, it's going to show you the rock in more of a positive light. And uh, yeah, so enjoy. That's a, you know, a, a was this the pay-per-view tape. NWO came back? No, that's no way out. 2002. But there's a tractor trailer, and it's No Way Out, NWO. The, oh, that's you know, 2002. The, okay. Yeah. It's either, yeah, 2002. Gotcha. It's 2002. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so this I, is really prime rock. The, I mean, I'm talking the rock, like, roided out with, like, hair and the eyebrow and the long. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Jesus, dude. <laughs> well, he's roided out of now, but, you know, I'm talking about back then. Yeah, God. Allegedly. Uh, you know he's he's smelling and there's he's got the water bottle dumped all over him. Classic The Rock. Uh, so yeah, I, I I love this show. It brings me back to Andy and I on Friday nights getting pizza and there's a place where we grew up called Walk to Go and we'd get sushi and 
we'd rent movies and this this pay-per-view is a special one for me so enjoy i hope you all liked episode 117 i'm sure things will get even crazier this week in the news and with raw tonight so we'll see what happens with cody we'll see what happens with the rock please enjoy pro, pro wrestling though that's what it's really all about you know let's not be mean to people let's not send anybody uh just strange messages that's not good uh positive fans here only on the show love you all and we will see you back next week for episode 118.